If you have your Bible, turn with me to Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 25. Luke 14, verses 15 through 25. Let us hear God's word this morning. Now, when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. And Jesus said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many, and sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, Come, for all things are now ready. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I am going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. <laughs> right answer, right? <laughs> so that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded and there is still room. And then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word and for the inspiration of it. And now, Lord, may it speak to our hearts and our lives in such a way that we will be challenged, that we will be changed, and that we will never get over it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are beginning a new series, and it is called Jesus Class 101. And we know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We know him as the Messiah. We certainly trust in him in those ways. But also, one of the things that even folks that aren't very religious will admit to is that Jesus was an incredible teacher. And we know as Christians that the principles that Jesus was teaching about the kingdom are those things that we need to learn to live by as people who call ourselves followers of Christ. And so that's what he was teaching for. And one of the ways that Jesus taught many folks and many times was through the use of parables. Now, parable, the word parable actually comes from the English word parabolo, which means para meaning alongside or balo meaning to throw. Essentially, parables are truths that are thrown alongside other truths. In other words, a parable is this. A parable is a story that illustrates a truth that points to a larger or a bigger truth. So a parable is a, is a story that illustrates a truth that points to a larger truth. And now, uh, so we're going to kind of just get started with some of those parables. And we're going to get started with one this morning that, that says, uh, that talks about a party. 
Now, I don't know about you, but think about maybe one of the best parties that you ever went to. I uh, think it, it might have been a very fun party. It might have been a party that you were very young. There may be some parties in your life that you wish you hadn't have gone to. Amen? Or, or there may be some parties that started out good but didn't end up too well or whatever. Uh, but think about a party. And when we think about the kingdom of God, what Jesus is actually saying to us in this is that the kingdom of God is like a big party. It's like a big celebration. And you see several of the parables there. Uh, there are several parables in the Gospels that talk about it being a party. We know that Jesus' first miracle was at a wedding feast. And what did he do? He turned water into wine. So uh, Jesus was about celebrating, and the kingdom of God is supposed to be a celebration. So I want y'all to help me this morning remember that, this, that it's about the kingdom of God is like a party. Every time you hear me say, it's party, I want y'all to say time. All right, let's try it one time. Ready? It's party time. All right, so think about the kingdom of God. I want you to think about that it's party time. Time. Amen. Good. So look at uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. Then Jesus said to him, a certain man gave a great supper and invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, come for all things are now ready. Jesus says the kingdom is like this great big celebration. It's like this great big party where he invites all of us to be a part of. Of it. Now we know that Luke's gospel is, uh, Luke, uh, he continued to bring forth the message that the gospel is for everybody. That it wasn't just for the Jewish people of that time. Matthew really reaches out trying to, uh, he, his message is to the Jews at that time to let them know that Jesus was the Messiah. Luke's gospel is really about the universality of the gospel and that, that it's for the whole world. And so here he's saying, see, automatically, Jesus would have been probably talking to some Pharisees and some others that thought automatically they were just in the party. They didn't have to respond in any way. But Jesus is saying, no, I'm going to invite everybody to, to this party. Now, when we're invited to a certain party or to a celebration, sometimes there is something we have to do. And that is to respond and uh, oftentimes you may get on, uh, on that invitation where it says RSVP2 by a certain date. Now, RSVP is actually the French expression meaning repondé. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Respondé, s'il vous plaît. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all try to say that with a southern accent, all right? But anyway, respondé, s'il vous plaît. All right, there we go. Which actually means... Please respond if you will, if you please. All right? So um, please respond. And so I want us to think about the kingdom this morning and think about our response to the kingdom in the form of RSVP. What should RSVP look like for God's kingdom? Because it's party time. So I'm going to just talk about it. And an easy way to remember is by just that acronym, RSVP. The R is for this. The R is for respect God's invitation. 
First of all, we have to respect God's invitation. How many of you have gotten an invitation to something before? You don't have to admit this, but you automatically threw it in the trash, right? And you're just like, ooh, there's no way I'm going to that or whatever. And, and somebody has gotten one of those before or something. And, 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 and we didn't respect that invitation very good for whatever it was. And it may have been to something that wasn't very respectful. I don't know. But anyway, but we have to respect God's invitation. Jesus constantly went through the Gospels inviting people to new life that he could give. He invited one person to be healed. He invited others, I mean, more than one person to be healed. People time after time to be healed. He invited the disciples to drop their nets and to follow him. He, he invited, uh, even later, after his resurrection, the disciples were on the seashore. And Jesus invited them to come and dine. And, and he was constantly given an invitation. At Pentecost, Peter preaches on that mighty day of Pentecost after the Holy Spirit is moved. And what does he do? He invites people to repent and be baptized. That's why we will always have an altar call here on Sunday mornings. We will always have an invitation of some type to, so that we can respond if that's the way we're feeling moved to respond. But we need to respect the invitation. Luke 14, 18. Those folks did not respect this invitation to this party. Look at what happens. He says, but they all, with one accord, began to make excuses. The first said to him, I bought a piece of ground and I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. So the question is, are we listening for the invitation? And then are we respecting that invitation? Because God is inviting us to be a part of his kingdom. And folks, it's party Time. Amen. The second one is this. S. Surrender our plans. If we're going to respect that invitation, then God's calling us to surrender our plans and to take up His plans. If we're going to be a part of His kingdom, we like our plans. Amen. We make our plans. So therefore, we do like our plans. But sometimes they're not God's plans. And we have to surrender our plans and submit ourselves to His plans if we're going to do that. Now look, these folks that got uh, invited, they continued to make excuses of what kind of plans they have. Look at 19 and 20. And another said, I bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another said, I married a wife and therefore I cannot come. Now like I say, this is the only guy that probably actually has a good excuse, alright? So, because if she said, no, you're not going to that party, he ain't going to the party. Amen. So, and if he's a smart man. But anyway, but... But the thing is, is that I remember growing up and, and I was in a junior choir and I remember us singing this song. It's amazing what little things you remember sometimes. And there was this little song we would sing. I cannot come. I cannot come to the banquet. Don't bother me now. I just bought a farm. I just bought a cow or something like that. But anyway, I mean, but it was taken from this scripture right here. And that's often how we do with God. Lord, yeah. I want to serve, but you know what? I've got this going on and this going on, and I'll, I'll serve you later. Or, or will you just excuse me this time? Or, Lord, I know you're calling me to be a part of that, and, and, but, you know, I, I, just, I just made my own plans. And God wants us to surrender our plans so that we can be obedient to his. That's the S. The V is this. Now, you know, it's always dangerous for preachers to say, I've got three points or four points, or it's going to be RSVP because... It's just natural for you to start counting down, all right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's only got two left, but I can make these long. No, I won't. No, I won't. No, no, no. no. The V is this. The R-S-V. Voice our acceptance of the invitation. 
voice our acceptance of the invitation. Folks, this means that we should not be ashamed of saying, yes, I'm going to the party. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be ashamed of that. And, 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 I mean, he's invited us to be a part of eternal life. He's invited us to be a part of abundant life. That's life on a higher plane. And this is something to be excited about. Not something to be down and out about. Not something to be ashamed of. No, we're a part of his party. And he's saying, it's party time. So, therefore, be excited about that. Listen, he, he, he goes, we're called to invite others to the party. Look at what he tells his servant here. He says, so the servant came and reported these things to the master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to the servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded, and there is still room. I want you all to hear that. There's still room. And there's room for every one of us at God's party because it's party time. And, and, and so he, then he says, go into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. So not only are we invited to the party, but we're to go out and voice our acceptance and invite others to the party as well. That's what we're called to do is to go and invite and tell others it's party time. And last is this. The P is for praise God for being at the party. Praise God for being a part, for Him allowing us to be a part of the party. Folks, in the kingdom, if the kingdom is a part of a celebration, it's something we should be excited about. That's why I, I can't get how Christians sometimes act like we're baptized in lemon juice or pickle juice or vinegar. Amen? I've seen some Christians that act like it's just the hardest thing or the worst thing in the world to be following Jesus. And don't get me wrong, it's not always easy. But it is something we should be excited about and praising God for. That we're a part of His kingdom. That we're a part of His plan. That we're a part of His party. In fact, Psalm 150, verse 6 says this. This is the last verse of the last psalm. Look what it says. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I want you to do something for me, okay? I want everybody to breathe in really deeply. Ready? Now, breathe out. You know what? If you just took a breath, and I hope you did. I hope everybody in here is breathing. Amen. If not, we need to go ahead and call 911. But... If you just took a breath, the Bible says we should be praising God. If you can take a breath and praise God. If we're alive this morning and able to be here this morning, then we need to praise the Lord. I, 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 you know, we all have something to praise Him for. Because He's got a purpose and a plan for each of our lives. I love what Tony Campolo tells the story of when he used to teach at uh, Eastern University. And he said he would have a freshman class and... And he oftentimes would, would pick somebody in the class on that first day and tell them to stand up. And this day it was a guy, his name was Harry. He said, Harry, stand up for me. And he said, uh, Harry stood up. He said, Harry, I just want to tell you some good news. And Harry said, what's that? He says, Harry, do you know that one day you were just a sperm? I know y'all are like, where's he going with this? But anyway, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. He said, but you were just a sperm. And, and, and Harry, there were five million of you. 
And I want to give you some good news. There, you were all on a race to one egg, and you won. Out of five million, you won. Don't ever let anybody call you a loser because you won the race that matters. Amen. And because of that, you were born, and you are here today, and God has a plan for your life. And folks, if we're here in this place today, God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Don't you let anybody ever make you think anything else. You are a child of God. And don't forget it. Amen? And we can praise God. Amen. Amen. We can praise God that we are a part of His party. So here's the question this morning. Have we sent our RSVP? Have we responded to God and said yes to be a part of His party? Because I want you to know it's party time. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for being able to be a part of your kingdom. We thank you for what you're doing in every life that is in this place or watching online this morning, God. Now we pray right now that you will just draw us ever closer. Lord, that we'll surrender our plans. That we'll listen for and respect your invitation. Lord, that we will voice our acceptance and invite others to the party. And that we will simply also praise you for being invited. Now, Lord, I pray that we all say yes in that way this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.